0: You know I like old T-shirts. I keep most of mine under a tire iron in the trunk of my car. But now there's a better way. T-Fury. It's the original pop culture T-shirt destination, selling unique designs every day since 2008. Are you missing a shirt from the past and want to get it again? Head to the T-Fury gallery. Who knows what you might find there? Maybe that John Rambo shirt you've been missing. Maybe that Michael McDonald shirt. Who knows? T-Fury covers all your favorite topics. They get everything from sci-fi, TV, movies. All the shirts are a perfect compliment to the long or short Jonathans you might be wearing. So check it out. Also, don't forget about T-Fury After Hours Sale. If you miss the day's shirt by only a little, they keep the sale going into the wee hours of the morning just for you. So check out T-Fury.com forward slash Nerdist and see what today's shirt is all about. Now entering Nerdist.com.
1: We're wa- we're back. We're back for part two.
0: Uh, we're still here doing some chagong. We're still in the triple waiting banger for, section that we yeah, were our, in our, last yeah, week. Triple banger section. We're still we're doing some chagong, waiting for more people to show up here. And we're in the middle of a really pretty big argument about my scuffed up. It's a hard way to start a show. But uh no pun intended. But it's oh we were talking about uh, uh you know, no pun intended. I don't think the tiny... But I think uh, we were talking... <laughs> there's, no, there's no pun. We were talking... I'm glad you didn't intend for no, a pun to happen because it, no pun it didn't all. end up happening. There's yeah. no pun whatsoever. That would have been it a very flimsy... Interesting pl- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, those are flimsy numbers. flimsy, yeah, flimsy, flimsy numbers. numbers. Now listen, what we're talking about really is the tiny it's penis... It's The tiny it, penis a and eternal life versus the $10 million. And TJ thinks he'd take the $10 million and, uh, Ryan and I feel that we would take the, uh, why, why do you guys want to live forever? Uh, cause first of all, the tiny penis is for, no big deal. Okay, I don't but, think that no, no, you have no, no, to admit no. that yeah, part already, of it,
1: already. You're that part of it has already. Gone. You're deflecting and talking about something else. Okay. So when I asked you guys, why do you want to live forever? Neither of you had an answer. If I could have a, not couple an immediate other, one, if I have a couple what other you people did took the was, deal. you stopped for a second and you went, uh, and the reason is because in your minds, for some reason, you're like, it's better to never die than to die. And you've never really examined whether that's true or not. It's all born of your death anxiety, now, see, of here fear is. of okay. dying. I think
0: that life is pretty fun. Yeah, fuck I yeah, do. it is. I do. You don't have so do I'd like forever. to extend it.
1: You ever been on a seesaw for more than two and a half you hours? Been, you've been on a cruise? that shit is fucking hilarious. you been on a yeah. cruise? That's not even fun for 10 minutes. <laughs> I haven't been on the cruise where you performed, but if I did, I'd come up and say, hey, buddy, it was a good try. You did, you did yeah. your best. What did yeah. the guy say to you? Uh, the one guy, and you were like, I wish I had said this back, but one guy said something particularly awful. Yeah, he, was like, he
0: goes, I think he you were funny. I, I, I don't he's... know what everybody else was thinking. Or yeah, like he, he goes, he goes, I liked it. I don't know what everyone else was thinking. Uh, another guy just walked up and said, ouch, I, uh, I did not. Uh, ouch. No, it was, it was tough. It was, uh, what's the, what's the book where they're all stuck and it turns out to be hell. It's just four people in a room. Is that the end? Is that, The elevator? No, I think it's S-A-R-T-E. That's the writer, right? Sartre. Yeah, I don't pronounce it correctly. Me neither. I don't think I did it. Sartre? Sartre, Sartre, I think.
1: S-A-R-T-R-E.
0: Oh, no exit, maybe. Yeah, no exit. That's what it is. Okay. (laughs) So that's just people in a room. You don't have to be in a room. You can travel with your tiny penis. You don't even have to check it. Yeah, but... I don't, I don't, I don't think baggage I look can, I
1: just, I mean I've checked my dick before I was like this is already, too heavy to go on the plane
0: look let me just <laughs> little that I know
1: all the suitcases take this go on the plane in,
0: too let me take this question in three parts and and just so you recall the question was would you rather have a tiny penis and eternal uh, life or 10 million dollars we know that 10 million dollars doesn't really make you any happier than you are now as long as you have the essentials right, right we know true. that the tiny penis really doesn't make you unhappy uh, we know that because we know that the scuffed and and like kind of tarnished penis uh, from, from the, the, and from penis. the, uh, from the condo in Louisville, that, that uh, that's your, more damaging that to you your psyche. When, you when you have a hitch in your giddy-up, that's not easy. Okay? <laughs> S- scuffed and tarnished penis, when your penis the Cash has a, Levy story. When, you, when your penis has a detached retina, that's not easy. I mean... So we know that those dish things don't soap. matter. What are you using dish soap for? Uh, I don't know. You walk around the condo. It's late at night. <laughs> you don't know what to find. You don't, you don't know, know, what, know what, to, what, find. what to go after. why
1: would I don't know why you guys are using lubrication in general. My opinion is you should learn how to masturbate without lubrication, first of all, for the convenience. Second of all, because... If you don't masturbate with lubrication, then you can never masturbate more than you should. There comes a point mm. where it's like you gotta stop. How masturbating. do you masturbate
0: without lubrication? I don't even understand. It's that, really easy. I not that.
1: It's really easy. How do you? What do you do? It's like having sex with a girl who has a completely dry <laughs> vagina. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> no, it's not true. Uh, you just have to be a little bit lighter. You know, you okay. don't have to squeeze so hard. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, you certainly don't ever scuff up your dick.
0: You haven't. You've never had a scuffed? Or-
1: I mean, it, I did, but it was mostly when I was using lotion and stuff.
0: I mean, yeah, what happens is... I think the condom scuffs it up, you know, because the rubbing inside the condom. That can that, be that, part that can of it. Up. Also,
1: you always used condoms that were sandpaper on the inside. That's true. And on the, the outside, outside were whale condoms. skin.
0: Yep. The wha- <laughs> I always remember those. A lot of people go to the opposite. It was whale sandies, you used to call them. That's right. Them. Yeah, exactly. That's right. I always wear the ribbing on the inside. And <laughs> I am heavily ribbed. I love the idea that a condom
1: can be ribbed on the inside, but not on the outside. Ribbed on the it's inside. Like, we should so come thick. up with that product. It's so thick that there's ribs on the inside, but they can't. Don't worry. They won't be perceptible to the women on the inside. With.
0: That reminds me of, yeah. I mean, the bottom line is eternal life. And that reminds life. Eternal me of life. everything. That reminds me of on the eternal the inside. Life. Eternal life, all I'm saying is we'll a talk more about A condom so
1: thick, there are ribs within it, but without is a smooth, gentle, completely non-feeling entity. <laughs> are you afraid you'll actually feel the penis of the man you're having sex with? Don't worry. You won't. You won't feel anything, but he will have a scuffed up dinghy. He'll be hanging and dangling in the inside of a whale, the ribs of a whale.
0: All right. Well, we disagree about this. We disagree about the, why, uh, living why, why, for why, eternal life. Why?
1: Why? What, what is good about it? What's good I, I think that the for death forever?
0: thing is pretty pretty depressing, and it would. I'm very curious too Why what's is it depressing? Happen. Listen. Why? Let me finish. I'm very curious what's going to happen. What's going to happen to our species? And so that's another just sheer curiosity. Oh, I you see. Live You'd like longer. to stick around. I'd like to stick around and see what happens. Let me ask you this. I think Do you things think might get really good. Right. Uh, it, like what if what if like say ten or fifteen years after we die, everyone figures out how to have eternal life. And then we're all in it together, and it's kind of fun. We solve everything. We solve the uh, we, right. We we basically you know what
1: uh, that is that's just a fear of missing out. It's all of us going well.
0: What that's if, not a bad fear. If, I don't know why that's a re- unreasonable fear. Uh, it has an acronym. That seems F-Y-O-M. more reasonable <laughs> than a fear of a small penis.
1: I can't imagine what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I agree you don't need to have – any size penis is fine as long as you're good at cunnilingus. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay. I know that. It's uh, real for me. You are – Okay. Uh, My dick's so small, I had a girl be like, your pussy's huger than mine. <laughs>
0: My dick is so small. <laughs> Girls have said, is that your belly button inside of me? Yeah, you an outie? Inside That's of me. A, my dick's so small. Did, you shove, like, your, did you shove your outie
1: inside of me? <laughs> no, but I like the idea that it's an innie. It's so small, it's then you say No, then you say,
0: no, it's an innie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my penis.
1: you trying to try be impressive. Is that your belly button? What is that, an outie? No. Nah.
0: Is it any? It's still your dick. It's any, so but it is my penis. It is. I can't stand it. Uh, I can't stand it. And thus we conclude the best triple banger, the longest triple banger, the longest triple banger. But why? Uh, all right. Well, I you know I can argue about this forever, but I think your your fear of we'll talk more about it because actually for the where were you segment we're going to talk a little bit about something you okay. said about death, which which I thought was very interesting. It's bizarre. To um, me. Where were you? Uh, we still. When you weren't, wherever you are now. Where were you? I forgot we're there still was music on the show. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I forgot we had a show. I thought we were. I we're still catching up. And if if this is a two part episode, if you don't understand what's going on, listen to the first uh, uh, part of this. Uh, listen to the, the episode before this. Um, and if you still don't understand what's going on, you're stupid. Yeah. Because we just told you, you got to yeah. hear the first part. Yeah, don't, don't start listening to this episode now. That would be insane. We left a pretty big cliffhanger at the end of the first show. And if
1: you don't know what that and is, then you'll never
0: understand look up cliffhanger. the shocking conclusion yeah, the sho- of this is, in. This is the shocking conclusion so, sure? of our Chigong uh, episode. <laughs> 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 Okay, um, <laughs> that's what the' that's doing what the some, Qigong master yeah, does. He goes, okay, you finish the chanting okay. okay, well, now everybody, let's
1: look inwards and see why we paid so much to be here.
0: yeah <laughs> I um I, listen, listen, buddy. this is why we're waiting for more people to show up. I'm just kind of training to be a qigong leader. I, I don't know a lot about it. <laughs>
1: that's how all great qigong leaders go out. They're just like, well, I'm going to chant, and wait for people to show up, and yeah. Then, well, look, I'm here.
0: Listen, listen, my friend. Uh, let's we're catching well, where up. Where were you? Well, we're catching up on where what, were you. We haven't seen each other for six weeks. I want to say I did a stay vacation. A we, we haven't seen each other for zero months. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been a long like time. It's been like long. It's been minute by minute. It has been. It hasn't minute even been a year since we've seen by each other. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do 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 don't don't. Don. Um. This is going to be a box set, this uh, this episode. It's a box set. Uh, we're not going to get out of Where Were You for There's another some, three episodes. There are some kids young enough, they're like, "What the, what is a box set? Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I stayed home for the entire uh, vacation waiting for you to come back. And um, Weird, which you, is a weird the one. The whole staycation thing um, doesn't work. Let me tell you why. You can't convince yourself you're on vacation in your own home. You can't. Well, that's why you got to go to a hotel. I know. We, I, I know. I understand that. I'm you just saying you can't do the whole. I understand staycation. You go to a hotel three blocks away, whatever. We stayed home and decided because the weather was good and it's hard to travel with everybody with yeah, the kids. No, you're right. We decided to stay home and convince yeah. ourselves that no errands or anything needed to be done. And that is an impossibility. And so, yes, I had a miserable uh, break. <laughs> miserable.
1: And what is it? It's just you can't stop doing sort of house chores and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: you just see things you have to do. <clears throat> did you guys go to mm-hmm. dinner a lot, or what did you do? Uh, we ate food. We ate food hmm. stuff. Sometimes I think your ate, definition uh, of going to dinner and cans, mine are just a little different. Yeah, I mean, even my birthday, by the way, which you really I heard was amazing messed up horribly. from you, but
1: I heard it was amazing.
0: Uh, my birthday, uh, January 13th, April, surprised me. With a uh, ferret. No, it was a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an <account>. Anyway. <coughs> Has anybody told you, TJ, you're a charmingly abrasive? Anyway, um, <coughs> she, she surprised me with a sailing. Uh, we were going to learn to sail. Because she, some, for some reason, doesn't feel that I know how to sail. Even based on the fact that last time we sailed together, uh, I... Uh, you the ship captain. ...turtled a catamaran, which uh, we've discussed in the past. Um, yeah, so this is, is really, also how I refer to sex. Yeah. Turtling. <laughs> I turtle that turtle, cat, yeah, I turtle, turtle that catamaran. <laughs> well, this is interesting. We went, uh, to, uh, get on our vessel and, uh, we show up and the guy said, we can't go out today. Uh, there's no wind, zero wind. It's so like so here, you know, I was warned you. to not sail too close to the wind. And now for my birthday, no wind. We can't even go out. On our vessel, so that was completely thwarted. What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm, I have a weird relationship with the wind. I have a you I do. feel like yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I let it do its job. You know, that's what we always say. But I think it's weird. Let I let the wind do its job. I had a I had you know a what that would the... have
0: been a good time for a uh, uh, for for a, a harpoon. No, <laughs> what a wind blower. Ah, you're right. You're right. We plug in a wind blower and blow it against the Can sail. Can you imagine seeing a man
1: on a sailboat blowing <laughs> with a wind wind into the sail with a wind blower? With a leaf blower. That's what I'm saying. A leaf God, blower.
0: That's so funny. Leaf wind, blowers.
1: It is weird that I both called of it us were like a wind
0: blower. We didn't Nobody... correct it. Usually you correct me pretty quickly.
1: Isn't it a wind blower, though? It's no so different. It's a, it you're is not always blue.
0: blowing leaves. Sometimes you're, you're blowing dirt. You're pretty much blowing people's some, eardrums. Sometimes you're anything.
1: blowing some fucking guy that's going to give you two grams of cocaine to get the fuck out of his crack
0: house. Yeah, pretty much. And you use the leaf blower. You're blowing someone's cover. Yeah, you, you don't want to. You, you don't, know, you don't want to try to masturbate without any. Yeah, exactly. any lotion. <laughs> and it's so loud. Yeah, your dick and a leaf they... blower. <laughs> Jesus. It's true though. You, yeah, that's true. Anyway, that didn't work out for me. You, well, went, was, to, you was, went to I Greece. Almost, I want to hear
1: about yeah, it. I was almost going to go parachuting at one point uh, with an ex-girlfriend, and the wind was too heavy. So it was the opposite okay. of you.
0: Okay.
1: Because you can't parachute when it's... So So I've
0: never been parachuting. You went to I Greece. Is fine. I want to hear yes. about your trip to Greece. You went there with Kate. Well, And you she, said you didn't find any mopeds, the problem is, is, <laughs> is ludicrous. Because I said you got to get a moped when you're over there's, there. There's... Okay, so... Okay? Horseshit. So here's Horseshit. The, so here's the
1: deal. So... I, a sack of bullshit. We have... To, <laughs> just a full sack a of full bullshit. A full sack of bullshit. Um, is it a... What kind of sack is it? What are you imagining?
0: Uh, I like think a potato sack.
1: Hmm.
0: What is that called, though? What is that type of... A burlap sack? It's a burlap sack of bullshit. <laughs> now, yeah, that's a catchphrase. to meet someone that's really, like... <laughs> you know what? I think that is a burlap sack full that of I bullshit. Believe, that, I believe, is a burlap sack filled with bullshit.
1: I love it. So, you... You okay, so, we went over there. Well, it's important. It's important to understand that like – so I don't want to be alienating. So I did – we did go to Greece and what it is is like I was sort of in the madness as the 12 and a half will know of like sort of trying so desperately to make something work that wasn't and and doing all the wrong things instead of the right things even if it was just that the person was like everything you're doing is wrong and some of that is true and some of it is not. You get confused. You don't know which is which you're supposed to listen to and which you're not supposed to. Yeah, and then, when then you, are you
0: a bad person? Then, exactly. Yeah. And then
1: you build an image of yourself right. uh, using the building blocks that this person is giving you, but some of the blocks are bricks and some of them are straw. So eventually, the whole foundation of it will collapse. I mean, these are DJ very Corrible, specific. Are very specific metaphors with b- bricklaying. Yeah. Um, so I. I was kind of in that madness and my, my big philosophy is fight madness with other madness. Mm -hmm. So you, so because that madness was so overwhelming and so difficult for me to do this HBO show. And I was so like, the
0: blue period, is we like to sadness. Call it. sadness. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was a blue a period. Real darkness. We got through it. And then and some people listened and enjoyed it. those episodes because they were like, hey, we got to see a different side of things. Well, and everybody and yeah. everybody, can't ha- always be- everybody has done that. It's one everybody. of the only
1: universals is everybody's been sad. Because- we all
0: go up and down unless we have eternal life, in, in which case we'd always be happy. <laughs> well, or you'd be on a seesaw for
1: over two and a half hours. And I'll tell you, that kid, <laughs> first of all, is going to get tired. And second of all, it ain't that fun. Well, it's that's fun true. as hell in the you beginning. You can't
0: be getting dizzy all the time.
1: Well, I don't know why you're getting dizzy on a
0: seesaw. No. You you know the expression, getting dizzy? So you're forgetting. You're forgetting. Getting dizzy means... I think you're getting a little flimsy flimsy with the numbers. Okay. When kids get high, they get dizzy. We, we, I'm explaining to you the no, show. Right. Remember we talked about that's that. A it's a gateway activity. I don't think it goes, see, it goes is it dizzy. Is the seesaw getting you high? It, well, the seesaw is the next step in the uh, progression it's of a, the gateway drug for kids. It's a, and then they're it's shooting heroin ride. straight into their arms. Yeah, it's a gateway That's ride. what it, it starts with getting dizzy, then the seesaw, then they shoot heroin. So
1: what are the different levels of drugs according to the playground rides? So the seesaw oh, would be a gateway okay. drug, but would a swing be like cocaine We'll get a, dizzy? Okay. Is then a merry-go-round the heroine of the playground?
0: The merry-go-round <laughs> heroine. That What's, would make you the most dizzy, wouldn't it? the um, there's something more dangerous than the merry-go-round. I sure as hell, like uh, the monkey
1: bars. That's just a life of sobriety, trying to get from one rung to the next, knowing that at the end of it, it ain't no goddamn fun, and nobody was watching. <laughs> That you want to get to the end of the monkey bars and go, see, look what I did. Everyone's like, we don't give a fuck. We're on the jungle gym over here. I'm on the seesaw with Tyler. I've been on here for three
0: and a half years. Kids are always Tyler with you. It's always, it's always Tyler. It's fucking Tyler. It's always Tyler. Um, here's what it is. The, 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 um, the, the different things have, they have different rides now for the kids at the, uh, uh, you know at the amusement area. Um, not a park always. Sometimes not, it's just an area. Yeah, just an area. No, I don't it's a mean. That. I mean, lot. I mean they have swings. What are we talking about here? We're talking about swings. We're talking swings. about the jungle gym. But they have something different now. They actually have rock climbing type stuff, and that's the most dangerous. I don't know why they want kids climbing up. They do. They have like fake rock climbing Ryan, walls. Ryan, 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 without even. I bet you, you could fall been, off them. You Ryan, I bet them. I I
1: Ryan them. hasn't been to a children's playground a in playground. years. That's what I was saying. But he
0: definitively they have when those, he said that seriously. was like it's not a real thing. There's one. There's one in Culver City. Uh, they're high enough to die from. To die from? Yeah, no, they're, 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 they're really scary. Then you're conce- I'm telling you. Well, to be fair,
1: the other day we were walking down a flight of three steps, and you're like, I could die from up here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're, you're making me out to be such a prima donna. I <laughs> mean, yeah, pre- so I have a scuffed up penis. And now <laughs> it leads to this. And it's scuffed from the falls. Anyway, in any event, um, you went over to uh, Greece. <laughs> oh, so. Which is where the ancient Grecians lived. Right. So I said, the what, I, what I
1: did was I, you know, I had been. The Grecian The Grecian I think has never been <laughs> something that's been said, but I like that you did say it. The Grecian The Grecian I just don't even know the genesis of the that. The Grecian idea Papadopoulos. In your mind. That's what sometimes is interesting. It's like, yeah. where did this come from in his I mind? I don't know either. Including. The scuffed-up, tarnished penis from I was walking around the condo. I don't know what I found. I think dish soap. Like, what? Something. Glue. I don't know what. Why are you using dish soap to do anything else except for wash that dick? <laughs> you know what you should have been doing? Ant paper. Ant paper? I, do. paper? I, I don't do. know what it was. Ant paper. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's what you used to catch ants
0: and uncles. Sticky so ant paper? I don't know what I found, but you, it wasn't uh, good. You, because I was walking and having sex with a little hitch in my step,
1: <laughs> little little Hitching hitch in my, my giddy-up. giddy-up. That's yeah. what it was. Why
0: don't, For the rest of why the Why week. don't
1: you just do what I do and put the dish soap on your penis and put it in the dishwasher and have the best uh, night of your yes. life? Yes, yes, that's good. And it comes out just fucking fresh. Dawn. The dawn <laughs> oh, of good. a new era. That was no, good. no pun of cheap, That's a TJ, T.J.
0: quotable yeah. number yeah. two. So, uh, this episode. so I said, well, look, anyway, there's, you went there's over a lot there. of
1: madness and this is a friend of mine. Who's also like, you know.
0: And she's great. Yeah, yeah
1: somebody that I've somebody you trust. Kind of always been in love with. Yeah, She's very oh, down she's to saying. earth. And, uh, and I, said, I said to her, I said, well, if you could go anywhere, if someone could sweep you off your feet and like carry you off to anywhere in the world, where would you go? And I remember so clearly, she goes, <clears throat> Santorini, Greece. And I was like, whoa, that's quite specific. If, you had, um,
0: if she had said Bakersfield, you might have got a laugh there. I think, yeah. Here, let me try. That's it a again. missed opportunity. I said, "Where?" It's too late. Where too late. You, oh, okay.
1: Anyway, you go to Greece. Uh, you know, Santorini is the Bakersfield of the <laughs> islands of Greece, and so we we. She said, "I'd like to go there because she's a big student of beauty, and like you've said, mm-hmm. it's the most beautiful place you've ever been, right? Maybe it's very beautiful. It's, really its beautiful. it's really beautiful.
0: It's really awesome." Yeah, you were saying, like, where should we stay? I said, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and you're I mean, right. you 100% beautiful.
1: right, because we, we actually stayed in a uh, an outhouse <laughs> near a shit stack. And near a burlap fucking, sack of We were of just bullshit. jacking off. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> It's too good. It's too good. It's too so you and ago, I so.
0: said get a moped because here's the thing. I lived well, in Naxos. So she uh, said she summer, summer, this. I which know is another. That's what I want to ask you about because yeah. you you were traveling and ran out of money. I ran st- out of money. So that's amazing. And I lived in Noxos and worked at a cafe where I thought I'd meet girls and you know I'd have this life as a uh, international playboy. playboy. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't speak uh, any of the languages that people that got <laughs> off the ship spoke. And I did not score ever. And I lived in a basement and cried myself to sleep every night. Scuffing but up I did scuff up the penis, <laughs> uh, just rocks and old like mildew. I find like lubrication from rocks, the bark of trees, you know, like the, the sap that came out of trees. I was using that. It was horrible. Rock. But I did. How are you using? Me? But what like, I told you, I'm jacking off with these rocks. But I'm got to find some mildew, some, some sap from the trees to spank off with. But I just want to finish that story. But I did get a motorcycle. Which I told TJ, I'm like, you have to have a motorcycle or a moped because it's so fun to go around the islands with that, and you get really used to the speed. I was doing like flips and things, like yeah. I was really. And then I, I never had a motorcycle again because I couldn't handle it. I couldn't. Ha- I get too excited. But I said, get a moped. Did you get a moped? TJ said I didn't see one or they ran out. What they, they did? What we weren't allowed to. You um, didn't or. try. I did. You did not. We really tried. We Did tried. You really? Well, she said, let's go to
1: Santorini, Greece. That was the one thing you said we needed to do. Yeah. As she said that, I looked down because I've been reading an immense amount of philosophy lately, primarily yeah. Grecian, some modern. <laughs> Grecia politan Look, Bertrand Russell and Nietzsche have a lot to say, and I think all of it's valuable. The point is <laughs> – I mean, look, I'm gonna, I think the approach to Kantian ethics is very smart, and <clears throat> you can make a strong case for it, but a categorical imperative implies that relativism isn't even – a part of the conversation and it should be at all times. They ju- they're just worried that it's going to lead to nihilism. Anyway, I my thing is <laughs> is that the uh, that as she said that I looked down at this this biography that I was reading of Socrates and I was like, my good God, what serendipity! We'll go to Santorini, Greece, and then we'll go to Athens, the birth play, the birth the birth place. It did burst upon me. Or the burst a sack of I like civilization. I like, I, like a woman, that's what I, I like a woman being like, and this is the burst place of my, my firstborn child. And they're like, did you say burst place? And no, this is goes, the burst Yeah, it burst right <laughs> the fuck out of my pussy. You should have seen it. So is the, that your belly button? The, the burst place. <laughs> is that a kid coming out of yep, your belly button? No, that's no, my it's penis and, a, and I'm an it's innie. A smaller, it's a smaller <laughs> eternal penis. <laughs>
0: Um, and so, what is it called when you have sex with a girl with your belly button? There's got to be a word for that. Here, honey, think so. I think again, Ryan, like <laughs> we've we traveled like, down this road. Before. What are you somehow talking? I think about? we have. I think you know we've talked a lot. i somehow this. No, 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 no. We can't. Yeah. We
1: can't. I'm going to look it up. But I
0: don't. Uh, you're going to look it up. What the word is for when you have a long outing and sex with it?
1: What is the word? For belly button What's a sex? word
0: when a girl has a snake in her I mean that's another one from it's last episode It's called fucking
1: hot, that's what I say <laughs> And I, it's because I was damaged initially When I was younger It's called enough th- Or uh, never again Dude, Jim and Karen have belly button sex How kinky is that Is the first thing that came mm, up wow. Naval fetishism Naval fetish Naval fetishism or belly button
0: fetishism. Or na- navel feti, is if a, you like it more than once. Is, is a
1: partialism. More than two of you. In which an individual, I mean, this is honestly worth reading. Okay.
0: Naval I'm glad because
1: you're reading it. Yeah. <laughs> well, most of the things we say aren't necessarily worth that's saying, so we true. might as well that's read true. what's Good worth point. reading. Good point. Naval fetishism or belly button fetishism is a partialism in which an individual is sexually attracted to the human navel. In an article published in the 1975 issue of the Psychoanalytic Quarterly, Gert Hellebrun, gray name Gert, keep it going, that's probably why you're fucking belly buttons instead of pussy because <laughs> your name is Gert Heilbrun, specified that a sexual partialism for navels is a subtype of fetishism in which an individual displays a lifelong erotic preoccupation with the navel, which is, of course, a non-reproductive body part. In Wikipedia, I'll let you read it, but it's there's a section that says controversy. So whatever the fuck that is, I can't even begin to imagine. Um, so, so I said, oh, we'll go to Athens, Greece, and we'll see Plato's Academy and Aristotle's Lyceum and Epicurus is my favorite philosopher. We'll see… The Garden, which was where he sort of taught.
0: And that's cool. You have a favorite philosopher. I do. I, yeah. I mean, I a do. lot of people like a favorite athlete, the weather, jersey, that kind of thing. I know. It's a pathetic. I like I'll, a philosopher.
1: I'll wear, I'll wear, i wear a toga. I'm like, this is Epicurus' <laughs> number. <laughs>
0: this number.
1: Um, so we decided to go out there. You're an there Epicurean.
0: I am an yeah. Epicurean.
1: I believe in Epicureanism, which is not the same as Bachian or Dionysian.
0: Or Rumpelstiltskin. Very different. No, seriously,
1: yeah. People whose favorite philosopher is Rumpelstiltskin are also people <laughs> you should not trust with your children. That would um, be bad, yeah.
0: Who's your favorite philosopher? Rumpelstiltskin. That's uh okay, that's cool. where I go well, for my knowledge. Listen,
1: any emergencies, the number's on the fridge. Have fun with the kids. They need to eat, but I can't imagine you'll be able to find the food because you think your favorite philosopher is a fictional fairy tale character. <laughs> Who never really philosophized right, that much. that's true. Um, so we went there and um, it was great. It was like – it was this thing of like, OK, we're going to spend eight days together. And I knew it. She sort of was like, well, I I don't know if I can be gone for eight days and – she wasn't like reticent but she was like, I mean, mm-hmm. this is – this would be a pretty big thing to suddenly right. go and do this opulent madness. Yeah. And I said – you because know, I, I mean I know. She knows – she so knew what was right for me enough to come in and say, "You should stop doing this thing." But I know what's right enough to say, "I really believe in this trip. I think this is an important thing. It will be a boot camp for relearning about one another, mm-hmm. and it will be sort of a, I, it, it could be a test, but it will end up being a testament to how well we get along and how right we are for one another." And she was like, "Okay."
0: I trust you. No pressure.
1: And yeah, yeah, right. And then uh, and we, <laughs> we have eight days to it, figure this out. It was the it was, it was so a great, great It was a great great trip. And I remember she turned to me as we were getting on the plane, the first plane, and she said, "I just want to tell you, I'm so happy and appreciative that we're not going to fight at all on the way out there." And then I know that. And she's like, "I know that's a weird thing to say, but I've been in." S- all my relationships in the past, I've always been worried that I'm going to fight with the person in an airport and they're going to get angry and leave or they're not going to, to talk to me on one of the flights or all that stuff. She said, I'm so glad that's not going to happen. Thank you. And I was like, Wow, I will thank you because I, I didn't even think of it. But yeah, that's my same experience. And I think in that moment, I realized that one of the values that's most important to me that hasn't been present in a lot of other relationships, and it's not that person's fault, is appreciation. It's sort of gratefulness, thankfulness, just like a general. And then I started to look at my relationships in life, and I realized that Ryan is like you, is like Pete Holmes, is like, you know, Vaderod, is like uh, Jay Barishal, is like uh, any and all my friends all appreciate. Their life. They're like, oh, we're so lucky to be here. We're so lucky to do this. We, you're lucky to be alive. And if you take that away by having an eternally small penis. So
0: much for having – we like it so much we want to live eternally. No, or you
1: will lose that appreciation because in some ways I think that's driven by people that have accepted – their own death.
0: It's driven by the short by the uh, shortness of the, the shortness of the of the life. It's it's by the scarcity of life. Right by the, in the part in you're part. saying that that makes us value it more that it's uh, that it's so short lived. Yeah, in the whole grand and, scheme of things, That's and then and then
1: that was sort of the theme of the whole trip. It's like you know some things about like Kate likes like. Um, Namyo Buddhist chanting, which I think is just a fucking bunch of Ugh. bullshit. Jesus, and uh, I, those guys are such quacks. And she I mean, does. I, she says I'm,
0: that, "I'm so into Chagong now. It's almost it's like, like hard to even listen to you." <laughs> It just frees up my soul. So much more real. My skull feels better. So So she can be kind of
1: annoying. Sometimes she'll be like, Oh my god, the I just want to express that the joy that I'm feeling right now is from a thankfulness of being able to appreciate the beauty around us. Look at that look at that flower over there. Look at that flower. So sometimes that's a little like, all right, dude, let's just take it down a notch. Everything's fine, but it's not the best thing ever. Well, we had a
0: great day before. She
1: lives lives in a world of superlatives and it's much better than living in a world of negativity.
0: Oh, absolutely. You want to – I think it's always great. It's always fun to be around someone more upbeat and positive and optimistic uh, than yourself. You have to. Uh, You want to surround yourself with people like that. Um, We did. However, once in a while, it's fun to have acquaintances – that are super down, depressed, and then you feel better about how positive you see the world. I can't so, believe you uh, just said that. No, I'm just saying that <laughs> it's like, unbelievable. I'm talking about an acquaintance. You know, I'm saying that once in a while you uh, see right. someone – You don't wish ill on are, your friends. You it's just someone that I'm you randomly that, met. You're like, I'm, I'm glad you're that, really
1: down because I'm that makes me so. – I'm saying like they can be it.
0: uplifting. Don't deny that if someone – you meet someone once in a while that's so down you say, you know what – I don't agree with that person. Life isn't so bad. It makes you realize how how uh, negative you've been lately by seeing that. And it shines a light on that. And maybe you feel more positive as a result. That's all I'm saying. I think you're right. All right. So we had a great I day before a bad we left. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm Yeah. Either way, I'm a bad person <laughs> with a scuffed and – dangerously scarred broken penis that's in a sling
1: <laughs> dangerously scarred um, someone sees your dick and they're like this is dangerous when you got a scarring here when you could hurt me you may you may die
0: there's so much scar tissue on your penis when you extract the sap from a tree <laughs> and use it as lubricant you need to stop you, spanking off you might have a scuffed penis you might have a scuffed up penis um we had a great day I want to talk about it before we get move on to essential questions. We had the most fun day uh, before we left. Uh, it was right after we, we did the last podcast of the year last year. And we walked around. It was a Saturday. Now, Saturdays are worth, I think, at least six days. A nice Saturday is worth all the other days combined of a week. And Saturday Saturday is superior to Sunday. Absolutely.
1: Sunday is a great day. It's got its place. There's a lazy Sunday afternoon. Sunday brunch. This is Saturday brunch. A lot
0: of people like to say this. Brunch is for Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Sunday Sunday is. Now
1: you stay in, you watch a movie. Sunday is Saturday's little bitch. I'll go that far. I was going to. I thought you were going to say little brother. You just straight-up bitch-slap
0: Sunday. I had to. I had to bitch-slap Sunday. Sunday's so overrated. It's the most overrated day of the, of the week. the week. that Monday, that hey, Just knowing that Monday's on the horizon. On I got to bitch-slap Sunday and talk about Saturday. I would knock the shit out of Sunday if I could. Sunday's so disappointed because you know Monday's coming, and it just bums you out. Saturday's the best day of the week by far. It was a nice, sunny Saturday. Winter, yeah. and we... Uh, we went to the... What that's I like the only call. thing Ryan has been like, yep,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's it. The rest, he's been like, come on, man. We went to the...
0: Uh, we a actually seesaw? What is that? We, we actually uh, partied a little bit and walked around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It was a nice sunny mm-hmm. afternoon. And we discovered a few things. For one thing, we discovered we were looking at houses. I don't know if you remember this, but we discovered... That I it. How close can you get to a house before oh, you're was, peering yes. in where really you are... It's okay if you got shot. Like, it would probably be something you deserved. Like, how far, how close can you get? When
1: or how close when can is you it get before
0: the owner of the
1: house, it's appropriate for them to come out and be like, get off with my a shotgun. Yeah, and, and say, exactly. get
0: off my property. Well, we, I think, uh, kind of bridged that gap. But just kind of imagine. And I think we found. Th- this yeah. is the fun
1: of it is the we Cash. Peering in, because yeah. Cash is a sneak in artist, he was able to push the boundaries a lot more than me. And he actually got in bed with this guy's wife. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> But uh, we we were sort of imagine us high Saturday afternoon outside of a house, kind of being like, I wonder how close we can get to this one. <laughs> and we talked about, I mean, what did we talk about? We talked about can you walk up the entry? If there's a gate, it's different. You can't open right. the gate. Right. But I, think no we, gate. You, I think we. I think we included if you you you're touching turn. the house. Yes, that's, that's the a, limit. That's exactly because
0: right. we were touching the house. TJ goes, I think you just did cross the line. I go, why? He goes. Because you're leaning against the house now, yeah, peering that, in the window, which implies
1: some sort of <laughs> ownership of it. But you really were—you walked over. You go, this is fine. Look at this.
0: Look over here. I'm on the porch. Who cares?" Also, if you climb near the porch, when you're climbing one of the trees in someone's house, like First in of their all, backyard, how did, how did they get a tree in their house? You're like, no, in their backyard. That's about bad. Yeah, that's that, a bad. You might have gotten too close to that house. Um, we, but I thought we decided that
1: if you. You can't lean on the house like you said. But if you – you can extend the distance that you can walk towards the house. You can get closer than you could otherwise as long as you're leaning to the side as if you're peering in to see kind of about the house. Then that way if you're doing that and somebody comes out and goes, get off my property. go, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought this was for sale. And I was just leaning to see the thing. And then that's when they <laughs> shoot you. But yeah, you can't do that if you're like touching the house. The other thing we didn't talk about was you were leaning on the house, which implies
0: ownership. Uh, yeah, Peeing it, on the it, house. Was that know, we the we, did, we said We said peeing is a definite. Masturbating against the house. As is long that, as you don't
1: have lubrication, it's not a big deal. But there was a moment, a real, I, I mean, there was a moment where I was like, I think cash got closer by leaning on the house than I could have gotten if somebody looked out their window and I was further away but just stroking the side of the house. <laughs> like if you're just slowly rubbing yeah, your yeah. hand down the house, yeah. I think it doesn't matter where you are. Okay. Somebody's be like, get yeah. the fuck out get of my yard. My yeah. So it might
0: in part be how creepy your behavior is. Okay, how is. creepy it is. But we, we discovered that. The other fun thing that Because you could
1: jack off on the perimeter of a house and someone would come out and be like, get off my property. The perimeter jack. You're like, I'm not even on – I'm on the perimeter yeah. of your property. You're yeah. like, get out of here. Your house. Turns me on. You can walk yeah. all the way in. Yeah, they should take it as a compliment. That's I find what I'm really your
0: house arousing. Is that? Is that? Do you have a problem with that? Yeah, exactly. And plus, I'm not spanking off. This is my belly button. <laughs> I'm caressing oh, my God. Audi right now. Okay. With this, sorry, I'm you. I'm must- cleaning. <laughs> I'm cleaning
1: and preparing to eat off of my exterior <laughs> navel. Don't call me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh now I'm a navel fetishist. I'm fetish.
0: using my exterior navel as a tray for the fruits and vegetables which I bought at the outdoor and
1: cellar. To be honest, I picked some of them out of the tree in your backyard. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Those were
1: guavas I picked
0: from your yeah, backyard. Yeah, I think,
1: but no, but the Saturday, yeah, it was That great. was so was fun, great. but
0: my favorite part we haven't discussed, and then we'll move it along to essential questions of human nature. Essentially, this is <laughs> essential <laughs> questions of human I think nature. Ryan was like, "Is this episode ever gonna?" That, that was
1: the most fun part because he said, "And then we'll move on to essential questions that he's just heard essential yeah. questions." This is. Like, I'll you tell you why that? this is
0: happening. We've we've done so many episodes. No, we- right, I'm saying we've always yeah. done
1: that. We've done. Yeah. We've all heard just the words that we were waiting to hear, and then responded to it. Like I remember, this one girl was like, "You know." I don't love you, so I can't have sex with you. And all I heard was, I sex
0: with you. And then we did it. Yeah. It was bad. (laughs) The reason we're doing this, the reason we're doing it this way, you might say, why is this the longest episode ever? I'm sick of us doing these episodes and I never get to the practical livings. I never get to the end. I never get to the tiny opinions. So this is going to be a three-parter. So uh, now I, it's gonna be a three-part you. episode. Now we're because showing I'm you guys sick of it, I'm how long sick of, it would like, be
1: if we didn't uh, put if we really constraints what we want on ourselves. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, this is this and is the indulgence. It makes Todd Glass look like a 15-minute yeah. <laughs> workout. Do you understand what I'm this saying? This is what's the most indulgent rock album of all time? Where it's like a, a three discs or something, like a, three three different. I mean, there's been some indulgent, uh, you know, and where they Name just one. Um, okay, some. Well, I couldn't call it indulgent. The double albums can be a little indulgent. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'll have to think about that. I, I think any Dream Theater or Rush, any of that probably. Any of so. Rush stuff. Rush. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll I just agree. say all of the works of Rush, <laughs> which is <laughs> something indulgent. that which is something that Rush <laughs> has
1: never said. Yeah. They've Never been like, well, in all of the works of our band. Instead, they're like, yeah, prog rock. Um,
0: I, loved, I loved Yes growing up, but Yes did a few indulgent things. Hey, hey, you know, I love the song Close to the Edge. It's a 20-minute song. A little indulgent. You yeah. Know? Um, so that's what this is. Uh, anyway. Was, um, this is Rush. Basically. We're
1: the Rush of podcasts. Yeah.
0: The last where were you thing I want to talk about, we, we met this, there's this lady selling fruits on the side of the road. Oh, yes. And she was selling, okay, the top, uh, there was three fruits within each cup. The oh, top fruit. Right, this is right. The top fruit was. No, wait, uh, we, we have to explain that okay. in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, okay. often um,
1: Latino people uh, will be found on street corners cutting fruit and putting them in fresh bags or plastic. Uh, they're almost like Tupperware, mm-hmm. um, but disposable. And they will cut the fresh fruit and give you the fruit, and it's delicious because it's fresh fruit. And they also sometimes will put chili pepper and lime on it which is sort of a delicious Latina treat. And uh, you'll find them all over the city of Los Angeles. So keep going. Sir. Yeah.
0: So the top fruit is, um, uh, is it guava? It was, mm, was it mango. mango? mango. It's definitely mango. The middle fruit is uh, watermelon, and the bottom fruit is pineapple. That's right. And then she puts all this like sauce on it with like spices and, and stuff, and, chili, and she took pepper. quite a while doing it. Yeah. Quite a while. Now, we Slime. were a little wasted at the time, so everything tasted a lot better. Mm-hmm. But it tasted delicious. And I had never done it before. It, it tasted, tasted so delicious. delicious, I couldn't say it right. It tasted delicious. tasted delicious. delicious. <laughs> it tasted delicious. Uh, I mean, it, it tasted better than anything. <laughs> Even the Grecialutions would have appreciated how well it tasted. I mean, it, it, it gave me an it erection. Is, yeah. It gave me, you know. It's got dick. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But it tasted great. But here's the thing. We were talking about some different angles to it. Um, you know, the order of the fruits we found interesting and we don't know. Are they all in that order? No. Well, we talked
1: about sometimes there's more, but as we started to eat it and this is how absolutely she, was we, overly, she was closing with the pineapple, overly closing with that as an overly analytical. We were. Yeah. And we are overly
0: as, analytical. We were, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, mean, I like that.
1: I want to hear him ejaculate <laughs> now. Um, and and so we, were, we started to evaluate the order of the fruits. And we yeah. decided mango is a winner. It's a great opener. Yeah. It's delicious. In my opinion, probably the best of the fruits that you can yeah. have in this concoction. Right. So we decided that she's saying, like, you know, mango, we open strong. And then as you get through it, there's some watermelon. And the watermelon complements the mango well. But I think we thought that the watermelon was better than the mango. We You're did. Right? And then we thought, wow, hot watermelon! I'll take it. Let's
0: warm this Christmas tree up, sisters. Right. And then she was closing with the pineapple. Pineapple.
1: So we had we had anticipated. We both said that the pineapple must be if she knows her stuff enough to think that mango, which is the best, should be the opener, and then watermelon, unbeknownst to us, was an even stronger following fruit. Mm -hmm. Then the pineapple must be the fucking real deal because she's closing with it.
0: Well, and then. Here's what I discovered. That's her closer. That wasn't her closer. Yeah, because we got to the pineapple. It was the sauce that had fallen to the bottom. That was her closer. Remember that we ate In fact, I believe some people come to her. She was such a strong sauce maker. (laughs) And they come to her and they go, just fill up a cup with sauce. No fruits. And you know what she says? No.
1: Because the art is that you start with the mango, you make your way to the watermelon. And when we got to the pineapple, we both were (laughs) like, well, this is such a bummer. This isn't as good as the mango even. It still tastes good. But the watermelon was better and the mango was a little less good than the watermelon but still better than the pineapple. And we kind of were disappointed and then Cash threw out the, the bag with the juice in it and we didn't have that. And as he threw it out, I was like, wait, maybe we're supposed to drink the juice. He's like, that was the closer. And so now he realized that <laughs> what she was doing essentially was she was saying mango is the most delicious fruit. It's excellent with this cayenne pepper, lime juice, lemon and all the other things I'm putting in Watermelon is an unexpected surprise that's even stronger than my opening with mango. Pineapple will appear disappointing at first once you've finished the watermelon. (laughs) But mixed in, going back and forth between a piece of pineapple and a piece of watermelon, you will have a new taste sensation that you haven't had. It'll be delicious, Louis. And then, but it, the pineapple leave you wanting more. And if you're smart and you can think outside of the bag, shall we say, mm-hmm. outside, you're going to drink the okay. juice, and that's the real closer. And when you do that, what I think we didn't even we haven't even explored yet is that the juice is all of it together. It has to be mango juice, watermelon juice, and pineapple juice with the cayenne pepper, the lime, the lemon, the everything. We really made a huge mistake, and we realized that. But, like, what a beautiful artist she is to, like, have the progression work in that way. And we don't know this for sure, but I can only imagine that the juice is delicious. It's the saw. Su- I almost fell over. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that juice. It's the sum of the parts, right? Yeah.
0: It's greater than the sum of its parts.
1: So anyway, that's – you guys are like, I love a good Saturday afternoon where I just hang out and have drinks and watch football. It's like, know that somewhere, somehow, the 12 and a half of you are doing what you're doing on a Saturday and Cash and I are literally overanalyzing and evaluating <laughs> a bag of fruit <laughs> given to us by an elderly, extremely nice Mexican woman. And then we spend an hour being like, well, would you have opened with the watermelon? Because
0: mango comes second, then it makes watermelon look bad. What are we doing here? And thus, we end part two of our three-part episodes with the watermelon story.
1: With the watermelon cliffhanger
0: and stay tuned for next week's final conclusion of the three-part series. Now, the a lot Chigong. of conclusions aren't always final. I think you should know the that final, this will be the final the conclusion. final final conclusion. This was the middle episode and you know middle episodes are often not quite as strong.
1: I think they're much stronger because but, you have to understand they're the
0: watermelon. Yeah, the, of the this fruit was, bag this was the that watermelon. is our podcast. This was the watermelon of the fruit bag of our. Without podcast. Without the
1: watermelon, you can't evaluate the pineapple, which is coming after it, and you can't evaluate was, the mango
0: before it. This episode was the pine tar that we used to masturbate with against our.
1: In my heart, I know that you said that because you wanted to and say broken. pine tar. I did. And want I, to say don't pine tar. I, I don't blame you. I don't.
0: It was a good. It was a good. Reference, but if this you is really, our, if you really want to hurt, in I terms know, of our, tr- you know, Chagong trilogy, if you want to
1: hurt a man or a woman when they ejaculate, yeah. equate it to pine tar. <laughs> Say, good God, your ejaculate is so viscous yeah. it might as well be fucking pine tar.
0: <laughs> you might be wondering why tune in for part three of this episode. Well, there's the cliffhanger element. I mean, what's going to happen? <laughs> what's going to happen with the Chagong trilogy? The Chigong Trilogy. What's going to happen? That's one reason you might want to listen. But another reason is we're going to get some some hot, tasty, spicy maskers, and uh, because I I never get to do enough of those, so we're going to get to those on the next part of the Chigong Trilogy. Uh, Pine tar. Okay, we both have a couple dates coming up. Uh, TJ's still doing his tour. He'll tell you about that in a second. Uh, I'm still uh, at Flappers, February 7th and 8th. That's in Burbank, California. If you're in California, come see me. If you're outside California, go see TJ. Where are you going to be?
1: Guys, huge tour in February. A lot of people pronounce it February, but uh, fuck them. Friday, January 31st and February 1st I'll be at the Wise Guys Comedy Club in West Valley City Utah that's basically Salt Lake City that's a great
0: place I like that
1: Um, the Hot Tub Show on Monday February 3rd that's here in Los Angeles Johnny Dees in Somerville Massachusetts February 6th Get ready for me to be at the Pure Nightclub in Las Vegas, February 8th, for a corporate mm. date that none of you can come to. Nice. But I will be partying afterwards and crying nice. very, very profusely Ouch. in a bathtub Ouch. at whatever, probably the Wynn Hotel. Sunday, February 9th, Helium Comedy Club in Philadelphia. February 11th will be the Club Cafe in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. February 12th, Funny Stop Comedy Club in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. It literally says on the outside, Nick's Funny Stop. We're famous for our wings. And then underneath that it says, also comedy. Like, there is comedy. <laughs> Woodlands Tavern, February 13th in Columbus, Ohio. The Pike Room in Pontiac, Michigan. That's near Detroit, February 14th. February 15th, I'll be at the Firebird in St. Louis, Missouri. The Firebird. The 16th Funny Bone Comedy Club in West Des Moines, Iowa. Then I'll be taping a television show at Meltdown in Los Angeles February 19th. Are you tired of me talking yet? I am Absolutely. The 26th Fox Theater in Boulder, Colorado. The 27th Gothic Theater in Denver, Colorado. If you don't think we're going to get high, then you don't live in Colorado, motherfucker. El Corazon in Seattle, Washington. That is Spanish for the Corazon. Star Theater in Portland, Oregon on March 1st. Uh, the Seattle date is February 28th. March 2nd Cobbs Comedy Club in San Francisco. March 3rd The New Parish in Oakland, California. And and on March 9th will be the fourth year anniversary of the seizures that I had from an AVM where I almost died in an operation that had a 10% to 20% fatality rate. Guys, that's what it is. I'd do this tour and then I would have died if it was 2010.
0: 2010.
1: <laughs> now leaving Nerdist.com what the f***?